welcome to our pilot segment of Until Golden Brown, where the rubber spatula meets the road to success. Today, we'll be featuring a dish that is popular in many cultures, although there are many different variations. They all will achieve the same desired result, a very tender steak. Now before we begin, I would like to encourage all of you to visit our website at britspit.com. That's B-R-I-T-S-P-I-T dot com, where you will be able to click on Until Golden Brown, along with several other podcasts developed by Britspit Productions. You may also email me to request a specific dish, to be prepared, or perhaps you have a favorite recipe and you would like to have it featured on an upcoming show. To participate, just email me at untilgoldenbrown at britspit.com. Now, to introduce myself, I'm Renee Denise and I'm the host of Until Golden Brown. Today on our show, I'll explain how to prepare our entree, I'll list the ingredients, and I'll suggest a few complimentary dishes to accompany this entree for a wonderful meal. Today's dish will be marinated beef steak. Now, the most important thing um, for marinated beef steak is to be sure that you tenderize your steak. You can refer to the pictures and see that we're tenderized both sides. The way you do this is simply just take a fork and poke the holes up and down and around the steak and then turn it over to the other side and make sure you do likewise to the other side so that both sides are well tenderized. Okay, now the type of steak that you should use, I suggest one of three types. Either a flank steak, which is sliced very thin, top round, or a nice ribeye steak. Once you have your steaks, and remember, you don't need more than six to eight ounces of beef per person. That should be quite adequate. Once you find the steak that you want, you're going to need a proper size dish, which you can also refer to the picture, and place the meat flat side by side. You'll also need a bowl that will hold two to three cups of liquid measurement, so make sure it's sufficient. We'll be mixing in this bowl. The following ingredients can be either name brand or store brand. Either is fine. I actually use the Spartan brand because I find it to be of good quality. I've also um, learned that many of your store brands are actually created. Um, by the same companies of the name brands. So I wouldn't spend a lot of money on the name brand items. Marinating your beef steak. After you've tenderized it, we're going to put these next ingredients in the bowl. And it doesn't have to be in any particular order. But you will need one third cup of apple cider vinegar. I suggest that you do not use the distilled vinegar. That wouldn't work as well. One quarter cup of grapeseed oil, or you may use regular cooking oil. One quarter teaspoon of garlic powder. You also may use a fresh garlic clove. Make sure that it is properly smashed so that it is fine and will be able to be distributed when you're mixing the um, ingredients together. It'll be distributed evenly throughout the marinade. 
you'll need one eighth of a teaspoon of onion powder, one half of a teaspoon of Lowry's seasoned salt. Yes, I do use the name brand for Lowry's because I have not found another seasoned salt to taste so fine. One dash of ground black pepper, one tablespoon of your favorite teriyaki sauce. Now, you can take the same fork that you used in order to tenderize your steak, or you may use a whisk, and you stir for one minute in a beating motion with your fork or your whisk until well blended. Once it's blended, you're going to be removing the seasonings from the bowl so go and get your rubber spatula. You don't want to leave any seasonings inside the bowl. So while you're tipping the bowl, pouring the seasonings in your new marinade on top of the steaks, as we show in the picture, you're going to use your spatula to scrape the bowl and remove all ingredients. Once you've completed this task, set those things aside and cover your dish. Okay, now as you cover it, you're going to let it set for 30 to 50 minutes. And this will be if you are preparing the meal, say you come home from work, and this is the time allotment that you have because you want a quick, easy meal, but you want that very tender steak. For more tender steak, you can also marinate the steaks overnight. Now, one little side note here. As your steaks are marinating during the 30 to 50 minutes, be sure to lift the lid and turn your steaks over so that it gets um, completely marinated on both sides. Now, some side note variations. You can use some different types of vinegar. Again, I do not suggest the distilled vinegar, but you can use a type of balsamic vinegar. Um, you may use pureed raspberries to add to the marinade, which gives a raspberry vinaigrette flavor to your meat. Mmm, yummy. If you're going to use the pureed raspberries, I would use about one half cup of pureed raspberries. Okay, now you have your list of ingredients. You've poured your marinade on top of the steaks, and they've already set for your 30 to 50 minutes. Now we're going to begin to cook the steak. Remember, when the weather is cooperating, the best flavor will come out when you barbecue on the grill. But let's say that's not available to you and, and you want to cook inside the house where you may have a skillet. My suggestion is to use a silver stone or some type of skillet that has a coating on it. Now, also for your ingredients, you'll need three tablespoons of olive oil. Go ahead and get that and put that in the skillet. Turn your skillet on medium-high. How do you know the olive oil is ready? It'll begin to just bubble or move around a little bit. Okay, once the olive oil is at the proper temperature, you're ready to put your steaks in. Oh, hold on a moment. You may want to just take that Lowry Cecil salt and just sprinkle a little bit in the pan prior to putting the steaks in. Mmm, just a little added flavor. Now, how to tell um, when you put the olive oil in the pan to begin searing the steak. Ooh, did I say searing? Of course I did. What is searing? Searing is um, a method that you use to seal the steak juices into the steak. 
So we're going to put the steak in the pan with the olive oil on a medium-high heat and put both of the steaks side by side if your pan is large enough and you're only going to let that steak stay on that medium-high heat for 30 to 45 seconds. Now the object here is just to sear it or brown it to seal the juices in. Once the first side is done, you turn the steak over and do the same likewise to the second side. Once the searing is complete, you turn the steaks back over, turn your temperature down from medium-high to medium low. Now, depending on how you want your steaks to be cooked, your desired result, either uh, rare, medium well, or well done, you can check that two different ways. You may cut a small slit into the meat to check for color, pink, or the varying degrees of brown. Or you may use a meat thermometer. To use a meat thermometer, you check by temperature. For your beef to be rare, your thermometer needs to come to 140 degrees. For your beef to be medium, you would need to bring your thermometer to 160 degrees. And for well-done steak, that would be 170 degrees. Now, prior to your steak's cooking, it would be a nice accent to prepare a simple tossed salad with croutons, a side dish of maybe buttered noodles, a can of cranberry sauce, and a small dish of cottage cheese. This seems so very simple. However, when you need a quick meal and you're on the go and it'll look like you've fussed, this works very well. It's colorful. You have your reds, your whites, your greenery, your brown for the steak, and the yellow for your noodles. Your table will look scrumptious and your guests will be surprisingly pleased. Desserts are always an option. Remember the old saying, there's always room for jello. Now, if you're not quite sure and you have some questions about this recipe, you may email me at untilgoldenbrown at britspit.com. Well, that's all for today, folks. We'll see you next month for another episode of Until Golden Browns.